So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Beautiful souls, you're listening to a new episode of Angels and Awakening. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today's episode and Thursday's episode are a little unique. I had a two-hour-long workshop where I was teaching folks about their angels, and I wanted to share that workshop with you here. It's a workshop from last year in 2021, but I think that you'll really enjoy um, the information that comes through that really helps you understand better how to connect with your angels. So friends, that is today and Thursday's episode. It's kind of split in half here. I really hope you enjoy it. Next week on Monday, we'll be back with a new episode by one of the best-selling spiritual authors, uh, I think of all time. Um, She's going to be with us on Monday, and then we'll have a brand new episode about an angel story on Thursday of next week as well. Friends, enjoy this workshop. What Spirit wants you to know is that you can feel into the energy of others by just being in oneness. And there are many people out there who say, okay, the point of oneness is to be in oneness all the time. And a lot of my students, when I'm very first working with them, they will say, Julie, I just want to leave my job. I just want to like leave and go on like a six month spiritual retreat and just learn to hold oneness and and hold it 24 seven. Friends, I feel like that's missing the point because if we were to do that, it doesn't, it's not a, a method. It's not a tool that everybody can use. Everybody in the world cannot take six months off, a year off from work to just learn how to hold oneness and then come back into their lives. That's not the point of this. The point of this is that we have built up beautiful lives with children that we love and partners that we love. And What spirit does as we awaken is allows us to come into learning how to hold oneness while simply being present in our lives. And that's really, really what they want for you. What they want for you is to understand the steps on coming into oneness. And so There's a book called Untamed, and I love, um, who is, who wrote Untamed? You have to put it in the chat so that I can see it. I follow her everywhere, and now I'm like having an ADD. Um, Glennon Doyle, 
Yes. Okay. So Glennon Doyle wrote the book Untamed. And in this book, she, I think she was learning how to get into oneness and connect with her own intuition as she was kind of talking about her life journey. There's one point in the book, though, where she goes, okay, I'm sitting at this big meeting, this board meeting with this team around me um, at this big board table. And they're asking me questions. And I just want to say to them, hey, guys, can I go into the janitor's closet over here and just take a time out um, and really go learn, like, think about what it is that I want to do. And then I'll come back to you. And she said, I think something was whispered through her intuition. I think it was her angels that were coming into her at that moment saying to her, you don't have to go sit in a janitor's closet to figure out what it is that you want to do. You just have to return to yourself. You have to return to your energy. You just have to be silent and still for a moment, even if there's other people around you and go inward and say, what it is, what is it that I want? And listen to that little voice within you. And it came through for her. And she said, I learned in that moment that I could be anywhere and tune in and have access to that inner wisdom to pull through what I need in that moment. And the angel said to share that with you because that's you, right? That is what you have the capability of doing. You have the capability of being at a concert where it is very loud and still being able to go inward and listen. You have the ability to be at work in front of your boss and your peers and your coworkers and to go inward and say, okay, what's the answer here? When you do this, what you're connecting to vibrational. So if everything is energy that vibrates, God energy is the smallest piece of everything, everywhere. And when we tune into this frequency, which is what oneness is that we just got into, what happens is you're tuning into the energy and the consciousness, thought, thought is consciousness. You're turning inwards into the conscious thought system of everything, everywhere of God energy. And are we given everything where they're like, okay, Lori, here's everything. Here's this piece and this piece and this piece and this piece. And here's how your entire life is going to go. And you know what? Five years on this date, you got to look out for this. No, that's not how it works. They're going to give you every answer that you need in the present moment. And so what happens with oneness energy is and, and really learning how to connect with your angels is you start to build trust. And think about this from this perspective. What does every relationship need in life? Trust, right? How do your loved ones on the other side, your angels on the other side, communicate with you? They're communicating with you in a way that validates for you in the present moment what you need right here, right now. And when they do this for you over and over and over again, year after year, it builds and compounds this layers of trust that builds this foundation of trust in your life where 
I think at the beginning, I would ask spirit and my angels, okay, like, what do I do on this? How do I know? Um, bring it back to me three times because I'm not totally sure. Um, keep bringing in the signs today. I need more signs to really validate. Once you've gone through this and you've practiced it for years and they keep showing up with signs and validation for years and you see how they're advice, their guidance, how it plays out in your life and works exactly as they say it's going to. You start to trust beyond a shadow of a doubt where now today, if they say something, I'm like, okay, got it. Message received. Don't have to tell me twice. I'm going to go do that right now to the point where, you know, uh, earlier this week or no i think it was just a couple days ago i was sitting in the other room and for the last two months i have been annoying my husband with an enormous amount of papers that i have accumulated over the next over the past year um as i go through the year i'm like okay i want to do this different next year i want to do this different next year i want to do this different next year and i just accumulate all these sheets of paper so i have about two laundry baskets filled with these notes of different angel messages and things that i want to do different for next year and i've learned through my business how much I don't know about business, right? And so I'm trying to figure out how to take the business to the next level. And yet I need other people to help me with that because I don't know what I don't know about business. So I'm sitting here the last couple of months looking at these stacks of paper and I really sit down to write out like a business plan on Thursday. And I'm looking at my board, uh, they've got things drawn on there. I'm looking at these papers and I'm going through them. And I'm like, God, I don't know a damn thing about business. And I have really mucked some things up so far in the business. And it has grown to such an extent. I don't know how to implement all of this stuff. And so I get a, a message, text message from one of the healers on my team, Adria. And then I'm like, I don't have time for this, right? And um, and then she calls. And so I, Spirit goes, take that call. I go, hey, Adria, what's going on? And she goes, I don't know why, Julie. I felt like I was supposed to call and reach out to you right now. She goes, I don't think I've ever really told you what I do in my corporate job. She said, but I go into businesses and I clean them up and I put together this entire plan and binder for what the business needs and how to move forward. And I'm like, holy shit, right? Like this is, I was just sitting here praying, saying, God, I don't know what to do. And here this earth angel reaches out and says, I'm supposed to help you with this. So I'm telling you this because putting together the messages that the angels bring, as I've worked with thousands of people over the years, I think a lot of people believe that it's supposed to be so crystal clear. So, and there are some messages that do come through that way, but many of the messages that come through have to be deciphered right? And a lot of times you don't have them right away. 
The way that angel messages work and the way that your angels work with you when you're connecting with them is they often have you marinate on an idea for a period of time. And what most of humanity wants to do is just say yes or no. They want to have a direction. They want to be in constant movement. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go do it. But oftentimes the answers that we're seeking, maybe we get a little nugget now, but we need more information. The angels are saying to tell you today that sometimes they have you marinate in it where it's not possible to make an instantaneous decision. Maybe you have to marinate on something for three months or six months, but there's a definite energy when you have a yes, yes, this is it. I know this is it. Or a no, this isn't right. Something's not right with this. This doesn't work for me. Instead of living your life, friends, where you just have to have a decision, allow the angels to work with you in a way where you can marinate in the energy and that you feel comfortable with uncertainty, where maybe you don't know what the answer is for three, six months. But instead of making a rash decision, you're going to wait for that concrete yes or that concrete no or that concrete answer to come through. And I really want you to get this. So I'm going to give you another example from my life that just came up recently. But um, so I'm turning 40 January 6th, which will be really fun. And I knew I wanted to, I don't, I'm not really a big birthday par party person. I never have birthday parties. We just go out to dinner, but I knew I wanted to do something special for this birthday. And I thought about my friend and I, college friend, um, another friend going down to Florida, but that just didn't feel right. I, I really want to be home too with my family and celebrate it with them. And um, I've been talking to my angels over the last couple of months and I'm like, I, I don't really know what I want to do for my birthday. And they say, you know, when you know, you'll know when you know. So that, that's what my angels kept saying to me. You'll know when you know. This week, um, I was, I think, in the shower, and it just came to me in a flash. I was born in the 80s, and I just want to have a party where everybody comes dressed in, like, 80s, you know, attire, and have an 80s party. And as I thought about an 80s party and what I would wear and how I would do my hair, you know, how they kind of had, like, the poof up here and how I would do my makeup, I started to get really excited and feel really, like, yes, this would be so fun. And that was my yes, right? That is what I want to do. So then I put the word out there, set an invitation that day, got it all done. That was my yes. But if I had tried to make a decision two months earlier, there wouldn't have been alignment there, flow there. It wasn't the right time. But when you wait until you have this energy, yes, this is what I want to do. Yes, this excites me. This makes me feel passionate. This just ooh, energizes me inside. That's them coming through. We have to bring patience more and more into our lives and more and more into our work with our angels. 
So couple of things, a couple of things that I think I put in the book, but I just really want to reiterate. Um, and these are kind of the rules that I live by as a healer. You know, every single healer has a different philosophy and a different take on energy. And there are some energy healers out there who I'm not saying it's wrong. It just doesn't align with how I work. Some people will say, well, everything is God energy. So everything is oneness energy. Everything is high vibrational. So connect with anything out there. That doesn't really work for me because there are low vibrations here on earth. So as you do this work with oneness energy, with connecting with your angels, there's a couple of rules that I personally abide by and I like my students to too. One is I only connect with God energy and any beings that walk in God's energy because that says, okay, then I'm not connecting with the energies on earth that are low vibrational, that egoic mind energy here on earth. Um, I'm only connecting to God energy and oneness of all that is, that conscious energy. I only believe, and again, I differ from other healers out there. I do not believe that spirit is going to bring through negative information to other people. Um, so please, only as you're connecting with your angels, only accept and live by. And really, um, when I say accept, I mean, believe it in your heart take it into your heart, only believe those loving, positive messages because that's what spirit and your angels are bringing in for you. The other thing is the angels, I've had some people reach out to me after I have taught these courses and say, Julie, I feel like I just want to be bringing through angel messages all the time. Like I just want to be doing this work all the time. And they'll say, so I step away from work and I go do work on my angel messages and I step away from family dinner and I go bring through angel messages. And it's like time out. That is not what we're talking about here. When you work with your angels, it's you carving out and setting setting aside a little period of time in your day. If you say to your angels every morning, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to get into oneness energy, and I'm going to sit with my pen and paper for five to 10 minutes, they will bring through in that five to 10 minutes what it is that you need to know that day. This work is about being more present in your everyday life. It should really boost your presence with your loved ones, your, your husband, um, your wife, your um, kids, your spouse, your coworkers. It shouldn't be a distraction where you feel like you're constantly having to leave your life to tune into what the angels say. And I know I talk a lot about automatic writing, but as you go along, you just hear some whispers, right? And if you're ADHD like I am, you can keep a notebook or you could keep um, notes. They have like notes on your phone um, that you can keep. Just go in and type down a couple of lines to jog your memory. Hey, the angels said to talk about this. The angels said to talk about this. So that you're remaining present in your everyday life and then 
you come back to those notes in your five to 10 minutes with your angels in the morning. And that way, the angels say they're not trying to be a distraction in your life. They're trying to make you more present because the more present that you are, the more that you're hearing what it is that they have to say in real time. Friends, when you buy a ticket to one of my upcoming events, you're not only learning more about your angels, but you also get to support this podcast. In February, we're going through the Oneness course all together. This teaches you the basics of connecting with the other side. On February 26th, I'm teaching a workshop called How to Become an Expert at Automatic Writing, which is another fundamental tool in connecting with your loved ones and angels in heaven. You can sign up for my course, Angel Communication Part 1, which begins March 1st to help you hear, see, feel, and know the angels on your spirit team. On March 7th, I'm leading a group healing event on Zoom called Surrendering to God's Healing Hand with Archangel Sandalfun. And on March 26th, I'm teaching a workshop event called Signs and Angel Numbers, a divine guide to clearly understanding your angels. Friends, angel members automatically get access to all of these courses, events, and more each month. We're closing the angel membership registration on February 28th. To join the membership or buy an individual event ticket, visit my website, theangelmedium.com. Friends, thank you so much for supporting this show by making a purchase. Now let's hop back into this episode. All right. Oneness energy. I want to talk about oneness a little bit. Here's the other thing that I want to do. As we start to get into this piece of the workshop, you might have questions. And if you have questions, um, I'm getting better at being able to look at the chat and talk to you at the same time. So if you have questions as we go along, um, please feel free to put that in the chat and I will see it and I'll be able to talk and answer it for you kind of in live time before I go on to another topic. So let's talk about this. Oneness is the energy and responsibility of the cherub angels. And what they do is hold this space open for you. And I should have had some markers. Normally I do this with markers, but I'm just going to do it with all of my little lipsticks that I have sitting over here. Um, okay. And I got a pen. So if you were to think about it, you have all of these billion or trillion cells within your physical body. And you have all of these molecules of air surrounding you. And I know that we think about things differently. Like here's my physical body and my cells make up my physical body. But in order to do this work and really tune into your intuition, it helps a ton to see things from an energetic perspective. 
So if you think about everything is God energy, the smallest piece of everything everywhere, the smallest piece of energy that's smaller than a cell, the smallest piece of whatever is here within the air. If you think about it like pixelated dots, right? If you take a picture, hold it up really close, it looks pixelated. Like there's all these little dots around, okay? So the cherubs came in as I was writing the book and said, think about it this way. We're holding space at all time for all of the energy that comprises your physical body, for the energy of your soul, for the energy that's surrounding you within your auric field, for the energy of your entire home space, for the energy of your entire work space, for you to get into oneness at any time. So they kept showing me like a pixelated picture like all these little dots all over. And that looks like this, right? All these little dots. But then the cherub said, what people don't realize is that there's a 3D perspective when you turn it to the side, that it all looks like these, you could imagine it like straws put together, right? And that these straws, a straw is open on this side and open on this side. The straw is open over here, right? Here it is. It's open over here and, and really open to our free will. So at any moment, you have free will to be feeling the vibrations that you want to be feeling. Everybody's probably have has a to-do list that's here right now, right? You've got things to be doing. You've got people to be talking to, conversations to be having, Christmas presents to be wrapping, um, things to be getting. There's a whole list of to-dos. At any moment, your free will allows you to direct what your intention is going to be on and your attention, your attention and your intention guides and directs your energy at any one time. So you're here on this side, the straw is open, and you're able to tune into that to-do list, have anxiety about everything that there's got, you got going on, or to hold oneness and be able to do at the same time. And where does oneness come through? It comes through the other side. So this other side of the straw is God, universe, source, frequency. It's oneness energy. And if you think about what God, universe, source really is, it's a collection of all souls everywhere, all life everywhere. It's the record of everything that's happened, not just within our world, but within existence of all lives everywhere. And so there's no question that we could have that we can't get answered by tuning into oneness frequency. And it's the highest yummy vibration that is. There is no egoic mind within God. It's just love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And so what God's gift to us is, is that we don't have to live our lives from an anxiety-driven state or the vibrations of this world. We're able to live from God's energy because that's like when I say your soul is one droplet in the ocean that is God, 
you're still connected to the oneness of everything everywhere. So your energy as a soul is oneness energy. And you get to live from that energy here and now. And there's some of you who are who are thinking, but Julie, what if you go through something horrific? Um, what if I was to lose my daughter or lose my husband, God forbid, one day? I would be in the depths of grief. And, and is it always easy to hold oneness energy? I don't think it is. I can't say if I lost one of the dearest, closest people to me that I would feel oneness as palpably as I do now. I don't know. But I think that that's kind of a separate topic because those are different instances in our lives. So I kind of want to separate those two things because in your everyday life that, yes, there are smaller things that we go through, but it's always a choice of whether or not we want to live in that oneness energy or the anxiety or energy of, of earth realm. So what the cherub angels job is, is to hold that straw open, right? We kind of close it sometimes with our free will, but the cherub's job is to keep it open so that we can get into oneness at any time. So if you're ever feeling negative energy around you, or if you feel like you're in a really low state, go to the cherub angels because they will help you really get into and shift your energy into a higher vibration. So I want you to do an exercise with me right here, right now. And I want you to close your eyes. And I just want you to feel that oneness is surrounding you. Feel how expansive your heart is. Like your heart is a sun radiating out energy in every direction. And I just want you to notice that you don't have to do the meditation to feel this energy. And what the cherubs are asking you to do is to feel that 3D perspective of your cells and the molecules surrounding you. And they want you to feel how the cherub's presence is right here within your entire energy, surrounding your entire energy, holding open this doorway and gateway for you to be in oneness at any time. And friends, what I want you to do is I want you to see a larger angel in front of you. You're going to be using your imagination to connect with this angel. And Archangel Michael comes forward in your awareness and your imagination. And what he says is sometimes when you're not feeling oneness or you're trying to connect to oneness with the cherubs. Sometimes what you really need to do is to work with Archangel Michael because there's a thought within you that's got you stuck. And if that thought has you stuck, 
then you're really not able to get into oneness, not because of the energy, but because of the thought within you. Maybe the thought is I got so much to do today. Maybe that thought is I'm angry at God for taking away someone I love. If you can go within yourself and find that thought and ask spirit to help you, you just have to ask the question, what is the thought ruminating within my mind that is stopping me from getting into oneness? And they're gonna show you something. You're mad about this, you're upset about this, you're frustrated with this. Archangel Michael helps you to see the thought that is blocking your way. And once you see the thought, you can ask yourself, is there a different way to see this? How does God, universe, source want me to see this negative thought? And as you do, the thought shifts. And as the thought shifts, your energy shifts. You're not closed, you're opening. So when you're ready, I'm gonna have you come back to me. Okay, could everybody feel that? Okay, fun. I want to have people connect with the seraphim. Okay, so the seraphim are really fun. Has anybody read the book and the part on the seraphim yet? Okay, so I can't tell if she's here or not today, but I had the funniest thing happen this week. So one of the ladies in my angel Reiki school right now, where I teach people how to develop their spiritual gifts, um, she emailed me this week and she goes, so I keep having this thought come in in meditation where I have wings on my back and I can feel the wings on my back. What is this? And I go, do you have the book yet? <laughs> Did you read the book yet? And she goes, well, I have the book, but I didn't I didn't read to that point, right? I, I said, did you read about the seraphim? And so I go, I can't talk to you about this until you go read that part of the book because I just want to get your reaction when you read it. I was working on my very first, like one of like the first six months that I was doing this work i had a person come over and she's on my massage table and i'm working on her and sometimes i have people flip over where i work on their back and some people i don't i just allow spirit to guide that so here she is spirit says have her flip over um seraphina is there and the seraphim and so she flips over and i'm working in her back and i'm like seraphina what is this? There's angel wings in this person's back. And I'm like, totally confused. How the heck are there angel wings in a human being's back? Because angels, um, you know, humans don't have wings. And Serafina said, 
just be with the energy, right? And then go into it after meditation, which is something that I highly recommend. If you're a healer um, and you do this work, if you spend time meditating after your sessions, you'll oftentimes have the angels come in and say, okay, this is what this was. This is what this was. Do you see now? This is what we were trying to say. This is what that sign was. And so I sat down in meditation afterwards and they showed me this place on the other side where everybody is the seraphim are the most beautiful angels you have ever seen. It's almost hard to look at them, they're so beautiful. And they showed me this place within heaven where everybody has this beauty. And beauty to them is not skin deep, it's an essence. Beauty to them is a vibrational frequency that emits joy and passion and excitement and action. Um, the seraphim are very actionable angels where they're always taking action. And they said, we tap people. We tap souls and we ask them to come and we place people certain ways here on earth and we ask them to come help. And when you feel these wings in somebody's back, it means that not only are they from this realm on the other side where they work very closely with the seraphim over in heaven, but that they were tapped and they were asked to come here on earth for a purpose. And so um, this actually kind of came together when I had, uh, I think it was like the first six months of the podcast, somebody was like, you have to interview this woman and I'm not going to be able to remember her name, but she remembers that happening. She remembers being a soul on the other side. She's never lost conscious awareness of that. She talked about it as a kid and she remembers being tapped and asked to come. And I remember when I worked with her that day, feeling that energy within her back that she had those same wings. So what the seraphim want you to know is that not every soul raised their hand in front of God and said, hey, you know what? I'd like to go experience what love is on earth. Can I go experience that lesson? Hey, I'd like to go experience this. Some souls were placed and there are a lot of souls here today on this call who I'm, I'm just going to speak from my own personal experience. I don't think that I've ever felt comfort here on this earth plane. I don't know if I've ever felt like I belong here. I don't ever feel like I really um, have a place where I fit in except for this community that I've created because I'm not woo-woo enough for the woo-woo folks, and I'm not like no church, you know, uh, unless it's like a Unitarian church is really going to include my book because it's a no-no to them. And so I just have felt my entire life like I don't fit, right? And if you feel that way too, Oftentimes, it's part of a sign that shows you that you were one of those that were tapped and asked to come. Now, if we're tapped and asked to come, does it mean that we don't have lessons to learn here? 
know, we still get to learn and we get to grow and evolve as souls. If we're tapped and asked to come, does it mean that we don't get to enjoy anything on earth? We just got to work, 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 work. No, not at all. Um, you're here to work 50%, you know, have your purpose and enjoy 50%. They're two halves of the same whole. But I tell you this because it's coming out more and more. Just like I said, um, this student of mine came to this information before she read it in my book. And I think that we're going to be hearing about it a lot more over the next 10 years. And so what you need to understand is that this is a sign and symbol of people who have purpose here on earth. And if you feel this wing energy in your own back, what the seraphim are saying to you is that you have to spend time. Remember, energy, think about it like this. I'm going to switch gears here for one second. Your energy can be stagnant, sitting like we all are right now, or your energy can be in motion. Your energy can be directed and actionable and taking steps and working one way. What drives that? What takes your energy from being stagnant to moving? It's your intention and it's your attention. So when you put your attention on something, when you put your intention behind something, you gas up your energy and you start going in a direction. And that is your free will. Your intention and your attention are your choice. You can sit here thinking about for the next year, you can take all of 2022 to ruminate on, I'm stuck, I don't know what I want to do, I've been stuck my whole life, I never figure it out, maybe I'm never going to figure it out. Or you can work with your own egoic mind thoughts and say to yourself, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, God put me here, God has a purpose for me. And if God put me here, God doesn't want me to not know what my purpose is. God wants me to know. So there's no way that I can't figure it out. There's no way that I cannot find it. And then you ask the angels, what's the next step you want me to take? And they will give that to you. That's you putting your intention and your attention on co-creation with God. God I'm on board. You do like, I will do anything you want me to do. Show me the way. And God says, go do this. And it's going to be one little thing, right? One little nugget of information. But when you go do that, then you get the next piece of information. Why should God give you the booklet on your life where you have every step that you are supposed to take your entire life? That would give, that leaves no space for faith, belief, free will. What this life is, is us getting one nugget of information at a time. Now that nugget of information might not be what you want to hear. Go do some research. Go take this class. Go talk to this person. No, God, that's not what I want. You don't understand, God. I want the big picture. I want the fun stuff. I want the book. I want, you know, this over here. And God says, 
this is what I just told you to do, so I'm going to repeat it. Go talk to this person. Go take this class. Go listen to this. This is where you have to start. By the laws of free will, your angels and the other side cannot give you more unless you use your free will to say yes to that first piece. So when you say no to that baby nugget, you're saying no to your entire purpose. You're saying no to God bringing in through your angels more and more and more and giving you the next step. But as soon as you do that first thing, the next step shows up. Great, you did this, now we're going to give you this. Great, you did this, now we're going to give you this. And what is that saying? Like now we're cooking with oil, right? Or grease or something like that. You start just following and you're like, okay, got it. Do this, do this, take this call, um, do this. And now you're running with your angels, right? And that's where it starts to get really fun. But it's just baby steps at first. So the seraphim come in really talking about there are a lot of you here who have a ton of purpose here in this lifetime and might feel like you were called to take action. Don't be one of those people who's saying, all right, give me the whole shebang, you know, like give me everything. I want to know it all. Follow the nuggets because that is how the seraphim leads you as well. Um, Okay, I've got one more thing to say about this. And this is for anybody else ADHD like I am. Okay. <laughs> um, so those with ADHD tend to be visionaries, right? They have visions come in and they can see a whole bunch of things at one time. You give me a thousand different things, um, nuggets of information, and they're like all of these puzzle pieces in front of me, and I'm going to figure out how to plug them in together, okay? For those of you who are ADHD, what I call it is like a slide in the back of my brain that I pull out, and it's like a tool I use. So when spirit gives me something for the future, like I know I'm going to be publishing other people's books one day. I know that um, there's other podcasts that we're going to be launching. I know that we're going to be having conferences. Um, I know that there's other books that I'm going to be writing. I used to feel at the beginning working with the Seraphim like, oh, Jesus, like they've given me this task, this nugget of information. Now I got to go do everything like right away. And so the tool that I use is I imagine the slide, right? And to me, being, um, you could write this down on paper, but uh, some people have the gift of just being able to see like through their third eye. And it's almost like this is a projector. And now there's like a whiteboard or a blackboard or chalkboard right in front. And I can see things written on it, right? It's your imagination. So this slide I pull out is like a sheet of paper and it's split into different columns. This year, next year, five years from now, 10 years from now, 10 years plus. So when things come in and they're bigger projects, because you're a visionary and the seraphim are actionable angels, they're 
guiding you. They're giving you nuggets of information. Not everything is for right this second. So when the angels come in and say, you're going to be publishing other people's books, I now pull up that screen in my head and I go, okay, well, where does it plug in? Does it plug in in the five-year plan? Does it plug in in the 10-year plan? And they'll say, okay, here's where it plugs in. So if I was to write all of this out and show you, like I was talking about all those scrap pieces of paper where I get ideas all year long, I'll take those and I go plug them in. Here's my five-year plan. Here's my 10-year plan. And then it releases instantaneously this anxiety that I hold in my heart chakra because I'm like, how do I get all this done? And I take a step back and I say, I don't have to, right? God is going to work everything through me. The angels are going to bring the right people at the right time, just like Adria showed up on a whim the other day. So I plug that in and I say, okay, Seraphim, what do you want me to know about this? And sometimes I get crickets, right? They just want you to marinate on the fact that you're going to write a book one day. They want you to marinate on the fact that you're going to team up with another healer and have a conference one day. And as you marinate on it for three months, six months, a year, three years, your energy is actually working on this where you don't have to be as much. You're just sitting with the energy of it and you will know that you feel presence and alignment and flow and you'll know what the right thing is when it comes in. So the seraphim really wanted to come through today because they're working with so many of you. And if you feel their presence, know that that's true, that, that you're working with them and um, use these tools that they've given you. Anybody have a question that they want to ask about the seraphim or anything that we've talked about so far? Um, and Dana put on here, I feel like I'm in a holding pattern. I'm not getting much about my next steps. Does that mean I just wait? It's not time yet. Yes. However, it doesn't mean that you stop taking action. So remember the parable about the, the man who shipwrecked out at sea and he has a small boat, a medium boat, a large boat come by and each boat goes, hey, come on, get on board. We'll help you. We'll take you to land. And the man passes away and he goes, God, why didn't you save me? I was praying for you to save me. And he goes, I sent you three ships. Why don't you get on one of the ships? If we're in a holding pattern, which does happen at some points, it doesn't mean that we're stuck, that we don't have the answer yet. It means that we have to keep turning over stones. We have to keep doing research. We have to keep going inwards and kind of working on it. Doesn't mean that we do that every day, but we think about it. We're keeping our attention and our intention on it a little bit right and taking action until we know what the right step is and then once you know you go take action on it um let's see can we still have the visionary gift even if we don't have adhd absolutely absolutely a hundred percent so jennifer put i took reiki one and two recently need guidance on how to grow that in terms of experience not sure how to do this 
those who go through and they take Reiki one, two, three, they get their master teacher certificate. Reiki is not teaching you how to work with your angels. Reiki is not teaching you how to work with your own intuition, how to bring through messages, how to be intuitive, how to um, work as a medium. That is all your spiritual gifts. Going through a Reiki class will bring up your spiritual gifts, but gives you zero guidance on how to use them. Most Reiki programs. What I created through Angel Reiki is how how to use the premises of energy healing to develop all of your spiritual gifts and be able to work with your clients on them. So I... I would say there's a large percentage. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 20 to 25% of all the people who come through the Angel Reiki School. And I think there was over 100 this last year that are already Reiki master teachers. So you need that other experience, Jennifer, in order to learn how to bring through all of that. This is a really great question for everybody. Um, I feel like I just can't let go of control, which makes me feel so closed off. I feel like I've really noticed this after my um, grandmother's passing this last year. So when it comes to control, and actually when it comes to energy and working in, working with your own energy or as a healer, Oftentimes you have to go to the opposite of what the emotion is. So what's the opposite of control? Surrender, release, spaciousness, expansiveness, openness, right? Control is an energy of clench, clenching, um, holding on to everything, you know, with our fists so tight, that's control. Surrender is complete openness and release. Let me tell you this, when somebody comes into a session for a session and they're closed off, there's an energy force in front of them that is very hard to get through and to work through. And often with those people, I have to stop them. And my healer friends make fun of me for this. They're like, Julie, why do you do this? I'll tell you why. It's because it releases their control. I will go in and I will tell a person who has a session with me, listen, if you don't feel like you had, if you got something, right? out of our session, then I will give you your money back because I believe in what I do and I know I'm extremely good at what I do. And when I tell them that, something instantaneously happens with their energy, which is why I do it because I've never had somebody say, oh yeah, give me your money, like my money back afterwards. When I say that to a person, whoosh, their energy opens. The control is, oh my God, I'm going to be in this session. I'm not going to get everything that I wanted to get. Um, I'm going to, I paid all this money and then I'm going to be out this money. No, this is real. You can connect. You can get these great messages. But I, as a healer, need you to be open in order to be able to work with your energy. So control energy is all about release and surrender. Um, and the way that you surrender is a lot of times working with Archangel Sandalfon, asking him to come in and 
asking him to help you release and to help you surrender. Because what is control? Control is fear of something. And you have to remember all of this goes back to a thought. Now I'm going to repeat this again. Your soul is two things. Your soul is energy and your soul is thought consciousness. But what is thought? Thought is energy too. So the reason that I have 25% uh, of my students have been through Reiki 1, 2, and 3 is because Reiki doesn't teach you how to work with the thoughts that a person has. Reiki is only teaching you when you go in for a Reiki session to work with the energy of a person. But their energy is not the only thing that's holding low vibrations within them. The second component that's being missed there is thought. So a person can leave a Reiki energy healing session feeling really good and holding on to that vibration of feeling good for a couple of days. But then it starts to drift and they don't know how to get back to that vibration unless they feel like they go to see that practitioner again and again and again and again. I don't want that for you. I want to give you the tools and I don't want my healers to want that for you. If you're going through my Angel Reiki program, you better be learning how to teach people the tools on how to get themselves into that high vibrational oneness frequency, how to teach them how to work with their thoughts to get where they need to be. So the reason that Angel Reiki works is because bringing through messages from the angels is releasing negative thoughts within you. I will never forget this one woman who came into my office and her mom had passed away, I think 20 years earlier. This woman was in her 70s and her entire session was her mom coming through saying, I was awful. I was so jealous that my husband had a better relationship with my daughter, you know, my daughter. Um, I was jealous that he put so much attention on her, that I treated her awful. And this woman had um, felt that her entire life. Her mom would tell her things like she wasn't pretty, that she was never going to find somebody. Um, and she held on to this her entire life. And bringing through the messages that she needed to hear from the other side released that energy within her thought consciousness. And that's what Angel Reiki does. The messages release the thoughts. We teach you how to work with the thoughts. And the healing, the energy healing, the Reiki works on the just the energy within the physical body. And the combination of working with the energy of working with the thoughts is what's able to help people get to a different place within their lives. I want to go deeper I'm just going to answer this one question first. Do I need to call out specific angels if I want to connect to oneness energy or is it automatic? Um, like to raise your vibration. You do not need to call on specific angels actually for anything. 
okay? Um, if you pray and you just say, God, this is what I need right now. Boom. What is prayer? Prayer is an opening. Prayer opens you up. And prayer is co-creation with God. So when you go to God and say, I don't know what to do. I don't know exactly what to do. Your attention and your intention has just created a direct connection with God. You've asked God and now something is going to flow back to you through oneness, right? Through your own thought system. The angels often share it like this and tell it like this. If you're a mom and you have a child, you're constantly thinking about that kid. What do I want to get them for Christmas? You know, oh gosh, I need to get them in for the doctor's appointment. Um, wonder if they need a tutor or help with this subject. They've been kind of struggling with it over here. But if that kid comes up to you and looks you in the face and goes, mom, I think I want to take an art class or mom, I think I want to take a basketball class or mom, I need help with this. Your mind goes to that child and is immediately helping them with what it is that they asked you for help with. In the same way, your angels and God are always focused on you. They're always working in your best direction. Same with your spirit team. But when you go to them with your attention and your intention, and you say, hey, guys, I need help with this. Boom. Their energy is just all right there. And they are laser focused on what you need help with. And now they got their computers out, right? And they're not really computers, but they're looking at like your future and what's to come. And they're looking at everything and they're giving you the exact right answer that you need. And here's how this works. Sometimes the answer that you need is not supposed to come in that moment. Okay. Sometimes the answer, when I do the podcasts, I pray that only spirit comes through. And that's what I tell my students when I do angel Reiki as well. When you are operating as a healer on behalf of God to do God's work, you put your energy to the side so that anything that God needs to come through is just for the benefit of whoever's listening 100%. So I always pray that with the podcast, God, whatever needs to come through, just let it be of you completely remove me and my energy out of it. And sometimes I get a little nervous because God will come through, but it won't be until like Thursday or Friday. And I'm supposed to have a podcast episode up on Monday. And I'm like, hey, guys, what the hell? And what happens is there's a nugget of information that I needed. And I wasn't going to have the right info to put in that podcast until I had a conversation with so-and-so on a Friday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon. And then it all clicks. You know that feeling of resonance, of alignment, where you're like, yes, this is it. So then you have that that moment happened and you're like, oh, okay, this is how it all clicks together. This is what you need to come through on the podcast. Unless we have that resonance or alignment, we don't have a full answer. And what I was trying to say at the beginning is instead of being impatient, 
fuck. I just want to know. I just want to have this podcast episode done so that I can go sit and just watch a show and be with my family. You know, like I just want to have, I just want to know. Instead of being impatient, you have to accept truths of how energy works. And the truth of how energy works is there is an alignment and a flow. You have passion and you have joys. And that's where your angels are guiding you to. Beautiful souls, did you know that you can book a discovery call with me personally to talk to you about the angel membership, about the angel Reiki school to help you decide which is right for you? If you want to book one of these discovery calls with me, what you can do is go on over to theangelmedium.com, go to the monthly membership tab, And then look at the very top. You're going to see a button that says book a discovery call. Click on that, book your time, and I will meet with you to decide and help you work through which program is right for you. Friends, thank you so much for being here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. What we have next for you is a mini meditation to help you set the tone and the energy for the rest of your day. And don't forget to start each morning with a 31-day angel success formula. Those are the 31 free episodes that we just aired in January 2022. Thanks again, friends. Now, I hope you enjoy this mini healing meditation. As you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. Begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees 
and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pool. This God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth to everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out 
into your auric field, you can feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything everywhere. Friends, that is oneness. And you can carry oneness with you in your everyday. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.